you must take some risk. You must do new things. You've got to kind of be willing to lean forward and it's okay to be a little bit scared. Today's featured studio guest is none other than Carrie O'Donnell, DWG member. Carrie is currently the Executive Director of Technology for Global Communications, Citizenship, Sustainability, Inclusion and Diversity, Public Affairs, and HR at the Estee Lauder Companies. Upon learning that my ELC was recently named a Nielsen Norman Internet Design Annual winner, I thought it would be interesting to sit down with Carrie to chat about not only her career as a digital workplace leader, but also her learnings and insights about my ELC's digital makeover, the organization's approach to fostering strong partnerships on complex global initiatives, her ambitions for ELC's digital workplace, and even some salient advice for digital workplace leaders and practitioners. In addition to tapping this pod for insights about this very award-winning intranet, I'd equally suggest downloading DWG's 2022 research entitled Celebrating the Best Digital Workplaces, Five Years of Trends from the DWG Awards. A link to this and several other resources are available in the show notes that accompany this episode. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Digital Workplace Group. Happy listening. So, Carrie, it is just fantastic to have an opportunity to catch up with you today in the Digital Workplace Impact Podcast Studio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you, Nancy. I'm, you know, excited to be here today and kind of share our story. And, and you know, it's a, an honor to be on your podcast series. I've listened to them a lot myself. And um, it's nice to kind of be in, in the club now. <laughs> well, you're certainly a welcomed addition. And one of the things I love to do, particularly when I'm talking with practitioners and senior leaders like you, is to get a little bit of context around your career. And so I just want to jump in by asking, once upon a time, what was your dream job growing up? Oh, that's a great question. My dream job was to create music videos. Obviously, I, I didn't end up doing that. But looking back, they really were kind of a nice mix of, of technology, art, design, and having to create a product for audience engagement, which is all kind of things I do today in my current role of Estee Lauder Companies, working on our, our digital workplace. And so what actually put you on the path to becoming an executive director at the Estee Lauder Companies? I know these days you are a technology lead working very closely with areas like global communications and public affairs, global corporate citizenship and sustainability, human resources, ID&E, and of course the Estee Lauder family. I started out as a computer programmer at a large advertising agency and I really enjoyed working on projects for large companies selling consumer products. I found it really fascinating as the CPG industry is ever changing. And at one point during my career, I ended up switching from the consumer facing side of the business to the internal facing side of the business, which had led me down to the path of my, my current role um, at SA Lauder Companies servicing our kind of internal clients of our global departments that you listed. And have there been any key players who've served as mentors for you along the way? 
Yeah, I've had I've had mentors who were my managers. I've had mentors who are my peers, and in some ways, I've had some mentors who were who are people who were more junior than me. I've always kind of had a, a mantra to never take a job unless you're a little bit scared of it, you know, and it's a, a chance to kind of, you know, leverage your strengths, but also kind of work on developing your skills and work on, on your weaknesses. So I've kind of taken mentorship from a couple different directions. There's always new things to learn and new ways to grow. We're kind of, I don't see myself as, as ever, ever done, you know, even when you're, you know, an expert at something, you know, in your role. And change making and making change is such a big part of the work that we do in the digital workplace arena. And so having that 360 view, whether it's in the mentorship realm or in the day-to-day execution side is critically important. And I know earlier in June, you, along with your key business partner, Nancy Maloney, hosted the DWG member meeting in New York City. And one of the things that you and Nancy talked a lot about was my ELC's digital makeover. And of course, that was grounded in transforming employee engagement and productivity at quite a challenging time in the corporate world, let alone the world at large. And so can you share some highlights about why that story was important to tell now and within our member circle? One of the things about the member circle that's that's fantastic is, you know, we're all on our own journeys as practitioners. And um, I remember when our company first joined DWG, I found it really helpful to hear people who were at a, a big milestone of their journey. And not only did I get tips, but it was also inspirational for my own journey. So recently we kind of reached a milestone completing a multi-year creation of our own digital workplace intranet, which we call my ELC. And I thought it was important to kind of kind of share back there. Our journey, like others, had many challenges along the multi-year path it had. Our old intranet lacked the capabilities of basic features that our employees needed. It was painfully slow to load the pages. The content management system was too complicated for people to pick up quickly. You know, and at the pace of business we we have now, it just wasn't working. We lacked reliable usage measurement, which made it hard to show KPIs. And we were really limited with our visual design. So now we reached this great milestone where we're on the Unily platform and we have what we were missing, right? And it's kind of just in time too, because our retail business is evolving more rapidly than ever before. It's more competitive. Consumers' expectations continue to rise. And then add on remote and hybrid working and more teams, at least within our company, with members on different continents working together. Our company really needs the the digital workplace to work, right? Our employees need easy access to the latest news, information, how to connect with each other, more than they ever have done before. So the timing of this couldn't couldn't be better. So that's a pretty clear synopsis of some of the challenges that you and the team were looking to overcome. Looking back over the last two years, 
what would you say are some of the key accomplishments that you're most proud of and why? I think what we're most proud of, honestly, is how well our cross-departmental team partner together. It hasn't been an easy path. And we did it during a time of even added challenges with, with COVID. And the team, the court team especially, came together to solve issues. We're, we're all very, very proud of our, our site. And employees are finding it useful, engaging, and beautiful. You know, as a beauty company, it needs to represent our, our brand, which is all about beauty. And it recently won this year's NNG Internet Design Award for outstanding internet design and excellent user experience. So that's that's like kind of the, the cherry on the top of the accomplishments that we've had. And it is a, a great one. I remember once upon a time when I was at J.P. Morgan Chase, um, we too hit that coveted list for the Nielsen Norman Design Annual. Why was it important to you and your team um, to apply for the award? When we started out, we decided we we wanted to, to build the best that we possibly could. And one of our kind of quiet internal team KPIs was to be a, at an award-winning level, you know, and it's it's great to achieve that. I think we all feel like it's an honor to, to be on that list. And it's also to the company kind of a reminder that our company cares about getting employees the information they need to do their job, right? You know, it invested in in a project like this, which is not directly revenue generating, right? It's it's about engagement and efficiencies and, and connections and inclusion, which is, is really important, but could be a little bit in competition, right? With, with projects that are quick direct revenue generators. Well, I think, you know, that external validation is always important, especially after a significant program that's complex and global in scale, just as as you've described. And so what do you think was the core behind becoming an award-winning team? You talked a little bit about the partnership across technology and global communications and the strength of what you were able to do working in collaboration. Any other things stand out for you? Yeah, I mean, there's the partnership across kind of the the core departments, right, as as you mentioned, and it's IT, global comps, and for us also HR. There is also a partnership with our vendor. Unily is our platform. They were open to hearing feedback about what we needed from the product, right? Every business is a little bit unique and helped us find a balance between the customization versus using out-of-the-box configurations to meet our, our business goals. And, you know, we had some moments of friction along the way, but we always found a, a path forward. So that, that partnership really, really made a difference. I think also too, making sure that you're you're keeping the best practices as guardrails in your project, and this is something that that Nancy DWG was really helpful for us to make sure that we we knew of all the best practices, right? Not just in visual design and usability, but in technology and governance, 
that really was, was key to our success. And then finally, building a, a strong muscle for perseverance and adaptability, right? No matter how well you prepare for a project, the unexpected will happen. For us, it was COVID, right? There was no way to predict that, but you've, you've got to find a way to just, just keep moving forward through it regardless. And, you know, I'm taking away the importance of active listening as part of that, whether it's with your key partners, internal and external, the voice of, you know, what the employees need. And then of course the connections back to the organizational priorities. And when you layer in something like a global pandemic, your ability to pivot is challenged within that active listening as well. And so we sometimes hear, whether it's with members or, or people in our wider circles, that senior leadership can come back to a winning team and challenge them and say, so does that mean we're done? Have we arrived? What would you say if, if someone hasn't already leaned into that comment? You know, it's, it's, it's a, I think it's an expected question to ask, right? Because you've you've reached, you know, a a level of excellence, right? What I say is that employee experience is a journey, not a a destination or one one moment. Our employee needs keep changing as the business marketplace continues to change, um, as the technology continues to change, what people have at home in their daily lives changes too. You know, people expect that level at work at least. I think um, you always have such crisp insight, Carrie. I'm going to challenge you a step further. We've talked a little bit about the digital makeover of my ELC. We've talked about the work that happened on a global scale. We talked about um, the strength of the partnerships that helped enable not only the the accomplishment of the makeover, but hitting that award-winning status. At the same time, Global Communications, where Nancy Maloney resides, is one of the businesses that you're working with day to day. And so I'm just thinking um, your role touches so many other aspects of the digital workplace at the Estee Lauder companies. How do you balance such a diverse and complex roster of business groups? Well, it's not easy, um, but it is becoming easier. The, The digital workplace does touch so many different parts of the business where a lot of times the needs of one of my other as a business also benefits from the digital workplace, right? So the digital workplace, the business sponsor is global communications, right? So for example, for inclusion, diversity, and equity, you know, we make sure that the technology of the digital workplace is, you know, fully accessible. And we have some tools we're putting in place to help us make sure the content is fully accessible. And by doing that, we're also servicing ID needs needs. So I look for a, a lot of things we can do that has kind of a um, you know, value to at least two groups of the ones that I service. Um, the same thing with sustainability. That's such a core aspect and always has been to our, our business. 
And the digital workplace is one of the primary platforms that group communicates out to the organization. So that, that helps, that helps a lot that these worlds are kind of overlapping and coming together. And what would you say is your next stage ambition for the digital workplace at large at ELC? We have a long list <laughs> as usual. One of our, our biggest next steps is to create a, a personalized and highly targeted onboarding experience to our company. You know, the MyLC Digital Workplace is the front door to our employees and we want it to be the big front door for all our, our new joiners to the company. And to do that, we need to expand beyond our global business languages to support more local languages across across the globe. And we'll need to deepen our use of targeting and personalization to get the right content and links and shortcuts and stuff to the right right individuals at the right time. The needs of a new joiner on their first week are, are very different than their first month or their second month or their, their first year. And being able to filter up quickly the what you need to know now, you know, and what's coming up, I think will be highly, highly valuable to them. And then also on the technology side, we want to expand the Unily platform beyond our MyLC digital workplace to service some other groups. There are tools in there that we can can leverage with other groups, such as um, other microsites or newsletters. There's other services that really can be leveraged and get more value out of the, the platform that we have. And so part of what we've been talking about is your career trajectory, the work that's been happening around digital transformation at ELC. And I guess one of the things I'm, I'm wondering next is for those who have similar ambitions to yours, what would be your best advice to them? You must take some risk. You must do new things. You've got to kind of be willing to lean forward and it's okay to be a little bit scared. A way to do that is to kind of share your strengths with others and continue to expand that, expand your skill set. There's a network of people out there to support and help you. The DWG team and the, the membership is one that, that I personally lean on. You're not out there all by yourself. I would say just watching you in action and even thinking about this conversation as a whole, I, I would also add that the art of storytelling is quite important because you're bringing people along on a journey, whether it's in mounting the business case for all of these changes that have been undertaken, influencing people to come on board that agenda, being able to tell the story of what makes the team's achievements in and around my ELC um, unique and compelling enough to become award-winning and balancing that story with not only clarity around what the objectives are, but you also talked about the pain points that you are trying to solve. So you can tell as part of that story what the business impact has been 
both in numbers and in impact. And that's a skill that tends to be um, less common in our industry vertical, um, but one that I think even goes back to your early beginnings of what your dream job was, because when you're working in the or aspiring to work even in the video world, you are a storyteller at heart. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that as you know, we one thing we would do was we'd always kind of tailor the the messages to include the the with them, the what's in it for me, right? Everybody needs to know their their value to contributing and what the the value of, of succeeding with the what the project is, you know, on all different levels, whether it's somebody on our help desk, global service desk team, one of the senior executives, finance, corporate finance, and, and of course, the, the different areas of different employees around the globe. And so we're fast approaching our final moments together. So my last question for you is whether you have any final reflections you'd like to share based on the story that you've been sharing today. Yeah. Well, I, I really believe that the digital workplace is such an incredible value to, to organizations. And it's challenging. It's revolving. It's multifaceted. It's such a journey worth taking. So if there are listeners thinking about getting more involved and, and, and joining a team or, or evolving their digital workplace, just, just do it. And if you're someone already on the journey, Remember, there are others who share your experiences. People can feel free to reach out to me. I'm sure other members, right? I've had the help of other GWG members along the way, and I'm, I'm happy to, to to do the same and and offer anybody else if they could benefit from any of my experience. Um, so I was, was really excited and honored that that we said to do this podcast, right? Because it's kind of a a nice first step in that direction. Well, I can tell you, it's it's always such a great pleasure for me to have a chance to chat with you. But to do that with the backdrop of the podcast allows us to give a wider window to a conversation like this. And it's been a story worth telling. So congratulations to you and the My ELC team, and we're looking forward to continuing to follow the evolving digital workplace story in the weeks and months to come. Yeah, thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Very much appreciate that, and, and I'm, I'm excited about it too. The journey continues. Digital Workplace Impact is brought to you by the Digital Workplace Group. DWG is a strategic partner covering all aspects of the evolving digital workplace industry, not only through membership, but also benchmarking and boutique consulting services. For more information, visit digitalworkplacegroup.com.